This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at shopgwdistrict.com. That's shopgwdistrict.com. The GW District. A retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. That's right. That's right. That's right. See, that was the problem. You, you didn't uh, have it downloaded. That's what it was. See, I, I knew that. I was just uh, testing the <laughs> You know what? I, I, knew it all, I knew it all along. I, I said to myself, I probably need that. And, I, and here I am. Yeah. And I thought, yeah. well, I might ask that question because uh, they always say, you know, the dumbest question is one not answered, right? Yeah. Not- yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, I was because- got to set up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But see, it's, it, the way I look at it is it, everything's, like I always say, life is a learning experience. What's the point of experience? You didn't learn anything. So well, this is new to me. So, uh, I learned something new today. I never heard of Anchor before. So it may yeah. sound funny like 10 years from now, but. <laughs> oh yeah, app that I use for my podcasting and it's been good to me. Uh, I can't I, I, like I was on Podbean at first, but Anchor One was free, <laughs> and I can monetize for free. And plus, on top of it, it's connected to Spotify, so it's you know I I tell anybody if you want to start your podcasting, you, you do Anchor. You know All right, I know I might I might have to do this because I got access to a lot of, you know what we'll that, see. Uh, we're off record, right? Right now, I'm gonna make sure we're off yeah. record. I know we're on record on. Yeah, yeah, we're recording right now. You know, I, I pre-record oh. everything that I do, and then I drop it for a later date. Speaking about uh, recording and everything, you was a school teacher. Now, what subject did you teach? Well, I went to um, I went to I became a elementary school teacher i ended up getting a middle school endorsement which uh i I was able to teach k through nine and i got the middle school endorsement which allowed me to teach middle school actually i got that one see it's been a while 2011 when i got certified i did the student teaching Mm -hmm. i I did the k through i think k through five and then um i was able to get a middle school endorsement which means i could obviously Teach sixth, seventh, and eighth, and ninth grade, which which is kind of weird because ninth grade is high school. You're, they're not going to let you teach uh, high school with the middle school endorsement. You have to basically have mm-hmm. a, a secondary education for high school. But still, the middle school endorsement included ninth grade. I am getting an English second language endorsement. I got a so. I mean, I was. I really want to be a school teacher. Um, <laughs> 
and a lot of it had to do with because I I love I was in the Navy for twenty years, mm-hmm. and I love coaching. I love coaching sports, uh, baseball. I coached youth baseball in the Navy. I coached the mm-hmm. men's uh, baseball team on Great Lakes. So my my, I know I got married towards in my Navy career, had a child, mm-hmm. and I was looking at a second career as transition. Because uh, there was a program called Troops of Teachers program mm-hmm. that I joined, signed up for. Which you know, which they helped me financially to, uh, to go to school to become a school teacher, and in, in, in return, I had to you know teach in a low income school for three years, um, trip teacher program, and then uh, I also used my GI Bill. I got my bachelor degree while I was in the Navy, and then I used my GI Bill to get my master's degree, my teaching certificate, and also all those endorsements that I I mentioned: social science, middle school endorsement, English second language. And what's cool is the English second language endorsement uh, qualified me to teach overseas in the Middle East. I actually oh, got a shit. fifth grade. Yeah. I ended up teaching a fifth grade class in the Middle East near uh, about an hour and a half south in the desert, in the middle of the desert. Oh, God. Uh, from Abu Dhabi. From Abu Dhabi. Called, it was a teach-away program. And the only way mm-hmm. that you could qualify it, you had to have an ESL endorsement. So that's mm-hmm. one reason why. Now, what happened was – while I was going through the teaching program, I was doing a student teaching. I was really, I was in the book studying hard and, and I was getting all these emails from my, at the time, I wouldn't even read them. And, I was, and then uh, finally got around to reading the emails and she was basically asking for a divorce. Separated, uh, <laughs> So it's like, oh shit, I'm separated. I guess I should have read these emails. I mean, she could have <laughs> you know, mentioned it to me in person. I mean, yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, she way you was overseas teaching teaching Middle Eastern kids to tell you that your marriage was over. Well, what happened was as soon as my wife told me that she won, I got divorced, and first thing I did was shoot. You know, I'm since I'm divorced, I'm single now. Why not go ahead and um become take this job teaching overseas in Abu Dhabi? I mean, what what's okay, you know? I feel you. I didn't have to worry about bringing my wife over. None of that stuff. It was just a easy. Um, it was. I did a Skype interview. Was hired right on the spot because it turns out they really need teachers over there in the Middle East because yeah, I can believe it. it was uh basically just you just had to be alive during the Skype interview. I think in order to get. I mean, it turned out <laughs> to be a, it turned out to be a mess, man. It was like these kids did not they. I was teaching. I was teaching Middle East, uh, Eastern kids in in a little conservative town, Matazai Zayed, I believe the name of the town was. And but it was an international school for them. The, the students that were going there, they were supposed to be learning um, uh, American curriculum uh, at you know at, at our at our level. But so mm-hmm. the thing is, every student that went to that school was supposed to know English fluently, and they were supposed mm-hmm. to take a uh, a test to you know to make sure that they were you know speak English. So they can take these courses at the fifth grade level um, or, you know, the level that they were, you know, age, whatever age was. I happen to have the fifth grade class and I get over there and these kids didn't know a word of English. And I find (laughs) out that what was this, it's all a money thing. Like all the, for some reason, these parents over there wanted their kids to go to this international school. And I don't know, I I don't know why, I guess there's money involved in it, but turn out. um, Well, I mean, when you think about it. I mean, when you think about it, it's if you learned it, if your biggest competitor is the Americans, I think you were saying you, yeah, you you were saying people to learn the American way of business because so you know how to do business with Americans. 
that's the reason why. Because even to the point that it's kind of crazy how in other countries they stress children to learn English, but we're not stressing our kids to learn their language. Yeah. And the thing is, uh, so what is I found out a lot of the, the children when they took the test, uh, the proctors were like a relative and they gave the kids all the answers they needed on a test. And um, so it was all, you know, so it, it, and the school had a lot of money into it. A lot of, I, don't, I guess the government, I don't know the details on this, don't quote me, but a lot of yeah. money was put in that school. A lot of money. I'm talking about um, there was a swimming pool in that school. But the problem is, though, these kids, like I had the curriculum of, like, for instance, like they're supposed to read a, a chapter book, uh, Willy Wonka. I don't know, maybe it's called, it called Charlie Chocolate. <laughs> Chocolate these yeah. could, could they, they couldn't even read uh, Dr. Seuss stuff. I mean, they, they did not know a word of English. I'm talking about when they had to go to the bathroom, they had to do the, um, they had to do the uh, strage, like, you know, like, you know, like, sir, sir, I got to, like, I don't understand what you're saying. And go, oh, you got to go pee. Okay, okay. So, so you like, had to scratch. Damn. It was, it was basically like I had to babysit kids all day. I was yeah. trying to teach them, like, the alphabet. And, you know, the, like, you know, lucky for me, I had some kids. You know, I had the K through five, so I knew how to teach kindergarten. Yeah. So, you know, I was basically just teaching them kindergarten curriculum. But And the principal there, I don't know if she's still there. She knew what was going on. She, she knew that these kids didn't English. And they just wanted a teacher and a body in there just to just to keep these kids entertained all day. I, I had them, like, drawing pictures of what they want to see when they grow up. Yeah. And these kids, uh, they, they would give me pictures of, like, they want to be camel racers. So they have pictures of them, uh, you know, riding camels. They're still fifth graders, so, you know, drawing art yeah. was good. And But the, the, the thing is that at school is the, the boys and girls had to be separated at all times. I'm talking about, like, if I the girls it. were outside playing recess, uh, we mm-hmm. had to shut the blinds of our classrooms, uh, the curtains, so the boys could not see the girls playing on a recess because they can look outside and see them and vice versa. The boys and girls could never cross the hall together, nothing. Mm-hmm. They, ne- they, had to, they had to spend a day separate from one another. So that was my experience in the Middle East teaching. Man, I did not get nothing out of it at all. I, I mean, <laughs> like, I didn't learn anything. It was just... Mm-hmm. And these kids were bored, so obviously they're going to act up, talk all day. It was, yeah. it was not, it's not what I experienced. Hey, I was in the Middle East, dude. I'm telling you, man, they put me up in a five star hotel, you know, the month before. So, you know, I get my classroom ready, man. It was and, great. And, I mean, and what's really... interesting is, which we'll discuss after I do my particulars, is that you saw a different side. It explains why there's not a high representation of Middle Eastern women or men in because of the way that they were so sexually suppressed in their yes, own country. It's not that, even funny. I'm not lying to you, dude. Uh, when I was over there, the women had the town I was in, the Mara, Mara Zayed. And, yeah. uh, all the women, none of the women could be uh, uh, outside after dark. And, uh, yeah. and the women all had to be cover. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, and the men were always... Uh, the one, you know, what I mean, like if a man was walking, this is no joke. When a man walks into a building, he leads. The woman's behind. Uh, the buses yeah. had separate sections for the women. Uh, and get this, this is like crazy. We went mm-hmm. to to get our physicals uh, when we first got there with the female. And of course, we yeah. didn't know no better. We went into a lounge with the TV, nice furniture. Yeah. So I sat down with the female teacher who 
I traveled to Abu Dhabi to do this physical, and they came in had a fit, man. They were like, she ain't supposed to be in here. She ain't. She's not supposed to be in here. <laughs> and like, okay. And I'm like, okay, I'll meet up with you later. We'll, maybe we'll, we'll hit, you know, get some food afterwards. So I'm doing my physical. I'm looking for her. And they said, oh, she's in this room over there. So I, I go in this room. She's in a, like a little, like a little stores room with like little, like crappy chairs, something you see at a picnic with boxes, no TV. They had all the women waiting in, in a totally separate waiting room. At so the, they treat the men room. like king and treat the women like shit. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. The women, you, they had se- <laughs> women had, could not drive. They, they had a separate section on the bus for them. It was segregated. It was real shit in this yeah. time. And there was, and it was like you wanted to stand up and fight, do something, but you were nothing. It was like it was just nothing you can do. And he yeah, wanted damn, to like man. fight for the rights and talk about. And you couldn't like hold hands with the girls. I mean, if you, I mean, mm. not that anyone would date me anyway, but um, I mean, it's it's like one of those things. It's like. If you were did happen, because there were a lot of people from uh, uh, India there, people from mm-hmm. the Philippines working. So I say I did happen to you know hook up with one of the Filipino girls that was working at the supermarket because none of the yeah. locals worked worked at all. Everything mm-hmm. was the government took care of all the locals because you know mm-hmm. the, the money the money. So even these kids that I was teaching in school, they knew when they was eighteen they were going to be taken care of. So mm-hmm. all the people who worked at the employments were people from uh, other countries. So. Mm-hmm. You know, so a lot of Filipino girls, girls from India. So even if I did like meet up with, I couldn't hold hands with them in public. I couldn't kiss them in public. Yeah. All that stuff. So people prayed five times a day, but I use that to my advantage because whenever I go to the mall and yeah. I have to like want to go to the bank and stand in line, you know, yeah. to get money out, I wait till they call yeah. for prayer because once they call for prayer, you know, <laughs> that, that no lines, no lines, and I go to the yeah. bank, be the first one to tell her. The teller would be someone from India or from, uh, you know, from uh, Philippines. So it's not like they had to go pray. Everyone would yeah. take off their shoes, go pray, uh, you know, wash their feet. I, you know, it's like, you know, it was it was five yeah. times a day they did it. So it was it was an okay. interesting experience. Most definitely. So look, let me do these particulars. We can get this thing on the road, okay? Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcast career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get yourself a profile and start podcasting for free and monetize it and get distributed today. I'm your host, Kevin Arbor, Southern Champ, a.k.a. The Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. Find my porn links, my music links, as well as my social media links, all with one link, all my links, dot com backslash porn rap star. Also, we have two wonderful sponsors. The first one being the Facebook of the LS community. I'm talking about LSworld.com. Go there today and get yourself a profile. Continue your journey or start your journey to the life of kink. And our other wonderful sponsor is Eroticism Magazine. So go to eroticismmagazine.com. Get yourself a monthly subscription. You can get a paperback magazine or you can read it digitally. And we're talking about the sexiest women from around the world doing some freaky shit with vintage pages. So go to risesofmagazine.com and go ahead and subscribe today, monthly. Also, we're a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. I'm talking about multiple podcasts giving you the black experience. Plus, while you're there, experience some shopping where you get the opportunity to buy products from over 500 black-owned retailers and shops selling their products at this place. So go to shopgwdistrict.com, buy black, support black businesses, build the black comics, or create generational wealth. And I got to announce to you the new smoke spot. It's like the new spot you can go listen to us. I'm talking about Skyhawk 
AfterDarkTV.com. Go there, listen to me, as well as a couple other many great podcasts, such as Sex with Lily Craven, as well as the Hanky Panky Podcast with Coyle and Jewel. I'm ta- as well as myself, we're talking about Skyhawk After Dark TV. Go there today, listen. You can either listen to the podcast or listen to their relationship with Erickson. There's so many ways you can just listen to us. And also, don't forget, if you haven't done it, subscribe to my premium smoke room where I'm giving you extra episodes with some of the hottest ladies in the business. Plus, also, while you're there for $4.99 a month, you get to listen to the Smoke This Over, the Smoke This Over Dark podcast, as well as porn series, my new pod series, excuse me, I'm so used to saying porn, pod series will miss Spit Queen. That's right, Miss Spit Queen and the porn rap stars. We talk about our jobs, because we both in the healthcare field. We talk about the porn business. We talk about love. We talk about life. We talk about shit that happens, this happening in the world. And we keep it real, unapologetic, and uncensored. So subscribe to the premium smoke room and catch that smoke before 99. Now, with that being said, I'm going to shut up and let this man introduce himself. Go ahead, sir. Uh, it's talking about me, right? I'm the only one here. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's you. Yeah, I'm Tadpole. I'm with the uh, Tadpole Radio Studio, and uh, I do a lot of uh, porn, uh, gangbang uh, scenes, orgies, a little bit of everything. But uh, we also do uh, virtual reality 3D with our mm-hmm. gangbangs, and uh, that's something that not every producer can say they do. And uh, I guess you say I'm living the dream. I guess. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, because see. The the thing with you is because your niche is the gangbang as well as orgies. Um, and we'll get yes. to the VR in a second. Now, from my experience, the hardest thing in the world is putting together an orgy. So how do you go about putting together an orgy for the ladies that you plan to have? Because your name has came up on more than one occasion on my podcast. One of them being Sarah Arabic, um, a young lady, which... Because you talk about the Middle East, who is a Middle Eastern porn star? Yeah, and she yeah, mentioned. Uh, to Sorry to me. Yes, <laughs> and, yeah, and she she got down for the little the preview that you were showing. Um, because I think that was during Diazaki in Chicago. So tell us about how you put together that game bang and the whole night. Tell us all about it. Well, there's. I mean, this is something that didn't happen overnight. But I tell you what. Um, it, this is something the. I guess you could say what I did before I started doing porn kind of okay. led to me doing is the fact that I was a soon as after I got divorced, I started hitting a little the gangbang scenes in Chicago. And then um, I guess you could say I spent 20 years in the Navy, you know, being a coach organizer, it, it just going to gangbang parties led me to being a gangbang host. Cause I always mm-hmm. felt like, Hey, I could do this. I could do it better. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that, you know, I did do it better, but, now, all I know is once I started uh, hosting my own gangbangs, because um, the next thing I know is I've, I'm starting to, to look. I used I, I I did my gangbang party at a place called Fancy Loft with uh, in Chicago, and we were okay. just doing that for fun. And the next thing I know is I'm going to strip clubs. I'm looking for females that would want to participate in our gangbang parties, and that's mm-hmm. where I started meeting girls that uh, wanted to do porn. And therefore, mm-hmm. it's like I met this girl called Vivian Lane. Her name is Vivian Lane, and at a strip club. And she tells me, 
she likes doing gangbangs. I'm like, well, I'm a gangbang host. Let's, you know, why don't you come to our gangbangs? Uh, to make a long story short, she started coming to the gangbangs, and all of a sudden she's like, hey, I want to be a porn star. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I said, well, why don't we just film these gangbangs and upload them and to Pornhub and get, you know, and see, you know, it's like, this is like the hottest thing. You're, we're at the gangbang party. You're fucking yeah. every single guy in a room. You know, she's just doing that because that's what she loves to do. And she's like, mm-hmm. yes, Teddy, bring it. Then all of a sudden it's like, I bring my camera and I just start filming her gangbangs and I mm-hmm. uploaded to Pornhub. And the next thing I know is getting all these views, all these positive comments, mm-hmm. which led to, you know, me meeting more girls. And, and, and just, just the next thing I know is just getting a little bit of credibility. Is that, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. which, which fast forward to Chicago Exotica, I've, I've already did a uh, gangbang with Maria Jade, Kenner Hart, uh, Sarah Moon, Camila mm-hmm. Cano, so many. So, so, and here's the thing is with these orgies, I always felt like they were more fun than the gangbangs. Because mm-hmm. there's more women involved. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense, and and it's more action going on than just a bunch of guys standing around waiting to get their turn. Yeah. Well, and and and, and thing with Chicago Exotica, I got lucky because uh, I met some very girl. I met some amazing porn stars at this point. Um, mm-hmm. I've been. I think I've been in business since two two years. So uh, I got a chance to meet Amy Quinn, Rebel Rider, Miss Dawson. Yeah, Rebel Rider. I think he's staying again, baby. <laughs> Stay at a gangbang. <laughs> yeah, and what's what's amazing about these girls is, and what made, made the, doing the, the shoot so easy, these girls, um, they're not picky, and I and I, I know they won't mind me saying this, is that they don't care who shows up. Like I just, mm-hmm. they just tell me too, that I want. I mean, Miss Dawson, I said, how many guys you want? She's like, how many guys can you get? I'm like, really? <laughs> you don't care? She's like, no, you can get fifty. I'll, I'll yeah. fuck all fifty because. Because if I'm correct, the guys you get are regular guys. It's not necessarily porn guys. Because no, 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 it's just it's just I'm in Chicago. There's seven million dudes around here. I mean, I got people that actually fly into my events. That, yeah, uh, you got you got people that do. They're they're. I got a combination of guys who are doing this because they want to fuck beautiful porn stars. I got guys yeah. who are doing it. They want to become porn stars. Mm-hmm. Um. And I find that's funny. Here's the funny thing is I get these guys that are aspiring porn stars, and what's the first thing they do when they show up to set? They ask where a mask are at. And I'm like, dude, I thought you said you wanted to be a porn star. <laughs> <laughs> what happened for a mask? <laughs> well, where is this time? And what's so funny is that they play porn star. Real, actually, they're not trying to be a porn star. They just want <laughs> to. They think that they saying that will, I guess, engrace them to you and make it easier for you to let them fuck the girls for free when in actuality, dude, you're fucking them for free because we're filming it, so it really doesn't matter. It's just funny how dudes just try to overdo shit and overthink shit when it comes to situations like that because they can't believe they're actually going to be getting the pussy for free. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and um... And like guys like uh, there are actually a few guys like uh, Bobby Gray turned out to be a guy who was very serious about becoming a porn star. And I remember mm-hmm. when he showed up. I did a uh, Avian Avian. Um, mm-hmm. I went to Avian Awards in 2020, and he showed up to one of my shoots. And uh, he ended up going on with other companies, started doing his own stuff. And another guy, Sergio Animal, he did. He, he was another guy that started working with other companies. Mm-hmm. So some of these regular guys actually started really become a legit like. 
poor male talent. Like I said, uh, I don't know if you know who Bobby Gray is, but if you see him yeah, out yeah. there, he looks, he looks t- like he's a male talent. So but keep in so, mind, he started so, with Tadpole. So with all these bodies, um, how how do you handle the testing? Testing is uh, for all for the exotic events. Uh, all of them is yeah. uh, through TTS testing. And and believe okay, it or not, okay. I at a Chicago Exotica twenty mm-hmm. this year twenty when it was in July, I invited probably twenty people to to come to this this uh, gangbang, hoping to get mm-hmm. five to ten, hoping to get five to ten. Cause that's just how it works, you know. You invite twenty, you get five guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. Um, because a lot of guys, the testing is the obstacle. The testing is the the one that we're. Oh yeah, I'll be at your gangbang. I'll but I'll get TTS tested. And then all of a sudden, it's mm-hmm. like, did you get tested? Oh no, I didn't get a chance to go. Or oh, I didn't. You gotta understand, TTS testing is two hundred seventy five dollars in Chicago when it's all said and done. That's a nice yeah. chunk of money. And I do help out some yeah. guys with the testing uh, part is you know, payment because sometimes it's yeah, so to help out with that. But the thing is, though, um, uh, I have to organize. I have when I have that many guys, we only have uh, and in, in July, we only had one clinic in Chicago. So I had to communicate with that clinic, make sure they had all the testing kits they needed. So they they order in advance, say I got tw- I'm inviting 20 guys for a for a gangbang. Shoot, okay. and they're, so they have to order the kits in order to be prepared, and then um, that get orgy in Chicago. We had fifteen guys, including myself, that were all TTS tested. Every single one of us TTS tested. Every single one. And before we do the shoot, we we line everybody up with their ID, and we have them log on. We also got the the scanner. We can scan their. Their mm-hmm. test results, check their ID, make sure every yeah, single person has to be tested. Because the reason why I and, ask that is because you have a lot of people that throw gangbangs and do gangbangs. Some of them, of course, involve regular people, no porn people. Exactly. And a lot of times a test is not required. Now, I do see that they do wear condoms or what have you. But is this something that you require because you want these scenes to be raw? Or is this something that you require because you know this being filmed and you want to keep the up and up, per se? You get where I'm well, coming from? Because you have no yeah, there's, 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 there's a few reasons why I do it. Um, okay. A lot of it has to do with safety. But at the same time, though, the females, you, you're, you're gonna be, you might be surprised to hear this, but a lot of the female porn stars, they yeah. want raw. That's what they want. They want yeah. the cream pies yeah. and raw. But they will only do it with guys that are tested properly, fourteen mm-hmm. within yeah. fourteen days with the, with you know, TTS, and also for me it's like, it it does sell better, but if I had yeah. a porn star that required everyone to wear condoms, I'm not going to pressure the bareback, but um, but usually it's the females they're the one that wants the bareback. I leave it up to them, and it's usually. But see, it's but, see, usually- but, see but see, with you, you require the testing. You feel where I'm coming from, even. It's like put it this way: you require the TTS testing. So in actuality, these guys are coming; they actually are coming onto a professional set. So this is not even that you even allow a health department test. You get where I'm coming from. Uh, it's like, you you get where I'm coming from. So that means these dudes who want to be a part of this game game, it's like they really have to know it. So your difficulty of putting one together is of a higher level than that of the average person that does game play. And here's the thing too. Also, I have a reputation where uh, where people will assume just because I'm using regular guys that uh, these gangbangs 
aren't probably they'll, they'll think I, I have people tell me i get these people tell me all the time i get a someone say hey so-and-so just asked me hey does tadpole really have his guys tested with all his gangbangs and they're like yeah Ted has everyone tested, you know, TTS tested and, and trust me. And they let me know, Hey, this girl reached out asking this question because, yeah. and then, um, and everyone, a lot of people just assume. And, and, and that's how like, but see, you know, why they assume because, you know, why they, they assume, assume because I know motherfuckers, especially like some of the ladies that do gangbangs that film it, they got every guy's not tested. Let's keep it real. Yeah, and and honestly, and, let's be honest. Yeah. I know for a fact. I know for a fact. I'm a TTS producer. I can look. I can look into the results. I know because there's a lot of amateurs out there that are performing that aren't getting people tested. They're, and the, yeah, and yet these, these are the same people out there that are going to go out and spread false out rumors about me, saying that my 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 guys aren't tested. We we've never had a STD. Never had anything ever, mm-hmm. and um. And believe it or not, I've heard stories where people will tell me, "Hey, so and so saying you you use untested guys." I'm like, "Why are they saying that? We're not going to be able to do pull." I think what it is is because one, the regular guys, and two, they don't think that someone will put the energy and the work into making sure it's done. They just think that I'm just some some guy no, who doesn't care. People willing to go take the TTS. And yeah. that's what it comes down to. Because it ain't just you're going to get a test. No, you're going to get TTS. That means you're spending 200 and some odd dollars, if not 300, in order to be, a part of, to be a part of a game plan where you pussy. You get me? Yeah. So yeah. And, 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 and the thing is, too, I use, and not only that, but I use a lot of these guys over and over again. And what I love mm-hmm. about these guys is that I use over and over again. Um, it just so happened that 15 of them were available. Chicago's out of weekend because you know it's something that people kind of plan a little bit more. But what I love yeah. about these guys is they they have we if I get use these same guys, I have a nice list of them, right? Sometimes I only need five guys, I'll pick my best five guys. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that we're tested before the gangbang. I love it how we get tested after the gangbang and everyone's clean too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you always want to use the same guys. If they're you're having a track record record with the uh, you know, getting tested, and these guys are clean. And and another thing too is, I know these guys so well. I know what they're doing in their personal life. A lot of these guys are single, and and I hate to say it, but some of these guys, the only time they're having sex is when we do a tadpole shoot. I mean, it, I mean, it, I can't say dude, that all the guys. Dude, I mean, dude, dude, for you just being two hundred dollars to get a GTS test to go do a game bang, no, you're not getting pussy outside of that. Well, I mean, and I'm not mad at him, huh? I mean, I don't want to, you know, put all the guys in one category. I mean, I know there's no, some but, guys are married, you have girlfriends, but you know, but there's some guys that I know that they'll tell me, but, "Hey, I'm I'm working my ass off. I got a business. Right. I'm I just look forward to I'm just look forward to your shoots because you know we we have them quite often. It's not like I'm having shoots once a year. I mean, I'm doing mm-hmm. shoots at least once a month. But see, but see, but for a lot of these guys, okay, then look at like like this. It's bad than getting an escort because one, you know that she's clean. So that means I can fuck her raw, bust in her raw, do whatever I want, you know, period. Plus, it's a game bang. So to a certain extent, the people that I'm going to do this around, I kind of know they're straight because the people that putting this together is straight. So it's kind of like you allowing a man to be able to dip safely. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I have guys that tell me that I, I prefer to go to your shoots because I know that the girls tested all the guys. The Chicago scene, there are a lot, a lot of gangbang hosts in Chicago. I know. And like I said, I was in this scene before. And, and a lot of these parties and, and their swinger parties too, where they use condoms. And mm-hmm. but no one, yeah. you know what? They're not tested. I mean, good condoms do yeah. fall off. Condoms do break. So you have a little bit more of a risk there. I feel yeah. like it's safe. And I mean, you, te- you don't need to even, because to be honest with the girls that you get, these are girls that love gangbangs and they want it raw because it's, it's just, how can I put this? You get straight up purity bona fide sluts. Mm-hmm. And they're porn stars, and they know that porn is yeah, bareback. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They porn stars, but it's—it's. <laughs> I tell people, you have porn stars, you have girls that have porn stars that are sluts, and not yeah. being sluts is a bad term. It's they don't give a fuck. They just they they love it. They love they love being come in, come on. They 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 gain for whatever you know. Period. So yeah, it's yeah. like. This, girl that you pretty much run into a lot of time but now the other thing of it is is um i've seen that you worked with sir arabic how was it what how was it like working with an arabic descent female well for me it was kind of personal because i lived in that country and mm. and to be honest with you i was in that country and remember i'm seeing all these women with with their uh, headgear on and it's yeah. like you, you start fantasizing and you want to fuck yeah. all these girls. Yeah. And then you know, <laughs> yeah, you're like, damn, it. why can't I, I want to fuck this girl? I want to know what she looks like. And here's a cool thing is like, so when I met Sarah, I was like, and seeing a girl like that, oh my God, I said, I wonder how many girls were, I ran, a, say I walked past in a mall in Abu Dhabi and they had the headgear on. How many of them girls would have been like Sarah that would have fucked me if, if I would have, if she was in a different country, a different setting, or wasn't so against the rules, you know? You know what I mean? Like, I bet that there were a lot of women like that. Because I was a school teacher in Abu Dhabi. So um, when they came into the, our school for like a t- parent teacher meeting, the women, because it was an international school, they didn't have to wear the head, head stuff. I mean, the stuff. So I had some te- the, the some female, um, the mothers come in the classroom. I know it's going to sound crazy, but when they take off the, they take off the things, so I can see what they look like. And it was like, wow, she's beautiful. I had no mm-hmm. idea she looked that gorgeous, but it, so it was like the the whole idea that I'm in a country. She's from she's from that part, you know me, where it's like mm-hmm. I know the culture is so well, I guess the word so taboo. I guess is that what you mean? So yeah. meet Sarah Arabic and oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean she's sexy with the mask, so yes. you know yeah, it's it's on it's. Something different, unique, um, but it's also dangerous for her too. That's that's not, yeah. a, you know, that's she really does have a. I mean, to me, for me living over there and knowing how it mm. was, trust me, that she would not. It's not something that people would just like shake their head at her. It would be, it mm. would be. <laughs> I can only imagine what they would do to her if they found out, and and that's why. I okay. The when I'm with the porn star, I usually don't like booking girls wear a mask because. And it's not going to sell as well. You know what I mean? I'm not going to force issue. I'm just going to say I'm, I look for fe- – there's plenty of females porn stars to work with that don't wear a mask. 
But I will. I'm okay with Sarah wearing a mask because under the circumstances, I understand why she has to mm-hmm. wear a mask. Mm-hmm. She is, it could be very dangerous for her. Yes. So now, now the question I want to ask you is that, uh, of course, I always ask the hard questions. Um, of course, I know it's Sarah Arabic, but a lot of the girls that you get with the gang bang is is white. Now. I know, and you know, how this business works. Why do you think the black girls have not jumped to you, especially the ones that are willing to do game bang, holler at you about game bangs? Is it because people put the bullshit narrative that you don't have the guys tested? Or because I'm pretty sure there are black girls out here that's down for doing game bangs, and you have a safe environment for them to pull that off and get content for that. You feel well, I've done I've done a game made with Melanie Cummings. She she okay. was amazing, and I okay. tried to and I know I tried to um book uh, uh oh what was her name? Uh, she's uh, you might even know who she is. She's uh oh my god uh she something eat me something eat me. Yeah yeah I see you um, had Sarah Lace. I see you had Sarah Lace. So yeah. No, I, I mean that was- I, I have no. I will. I will shoot anybody that wants to. If, as long as I can uh, come to agreement on a rate, a rate, I, I will mm-hmm. shoot anybody. I, I don't care. I don't mm-hmm. care. I mean, so, so. But there was another girl, Miss Feed Me. She, I wanted to shoot her. She, she, you ever heard of Miss Feed Me? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, want, yeah. I had. I was trying to shoot with her so bad because she's so amazing. She's in the gangbangs too. So, mm-hmm. and I, I don't. A lot of times too, I, I book through agencies too now. Mm-hmm. So it's I, I guess you say that they're just just more yeah. more white girls that are they're more available because yeah, because the agencies that where they sign mostly because I I mean we this ain't the show for us getting to the country. all that good shit than on this one, but <laughs> but no the agencies it, trust me I know it's, it's a lot of more white girls that are signed than that are blacks. So and like I said, when you deal with agencies, that's what's gonna get thrown at you, regardless. And like I yeah. said, it's just to me, it's I just find it interesting that it, a lot of black girls don't jump to do the gang bang, even though they mean they sit there and say, "Yeah, I'm down for doing it." And it's and and to me, you don't see it a lot. And it's kind of yeah, I, I keep off camera more. I, I don't I don't know why, but I, I know it's I, I mean I go to the party scenes a lot of girls you know off camera, but yeah. Yeah, but they won't but do it on camera, and it's kind of like, why not? I mean, I'm down. Hey, I'll take anybody out there that you know. I'm I'm down. Set some up. Um, I wish Miss Feed Me. I think when I talked to her, she was done. Yeah. I mean, her only thing is she didn't need to do it no more. But uh, I tell you what, uh, I did a gangbang with a little mini gangbang with Lillian Lillian Vega. She was a mixed mm-hmm. mixed girl. She was amazing. Uh. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that. So, one, but... so I'm gonna so I'm gonna ask you this: What kind of girl makes for a perfect game bang? Oh my gosh! Um, I tell you what, a girl that like Rebel Rider. You ever? Uh, she she does every. She, yeah. She's the type of person that does anal, uh, and also Ray Ray. You ever heard of Ray Ray? I'm sure you heard of Ray Ray, yeah. right? Ray Ray, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and the best part of a perfect one is the ones that will fuck anybody. I mean, I think that's what makes uh, Rebel Rider, Amy Quinn, Sarah Erbeck, yeah. um, a lot of 
can't hit so many of them. They will literally fuck anybody. And then I think it just makes my job so much easier that I don't have to, you know, have and to. See, and see, also, what girls don't realize is make you more wanted by the guys. Because especially if you do a game bang, and the game bang is not everybody. It, you got dad bodies, small dicks, big dicks, all types of dudes. It makes dudes even want to see you more because they're like, "Oh, yes, you will fuck anybody." That means I have a yes. chance to fuck. You know, and that's period. the reason why I think my videos do really well because the average people who watch porn don't look like the fit men that you always see in mainstream porn. And you, the guys you see in mainstream porn, you expect them to go into a club and pick up a hot chick and go home and fuck her that night. The guys yeah. that I'm using are like them, and that's the reason why they love the videos because they're like, "Wow." <laughs> If I yeah. could just, you know, I get that girl would fuck if that girl's fucking those guys. I know mm-hmm. she'll fuck me because you see those yeah. mainstream porn stars that only will fuck the fit, uh, well known male talent. You never see him fucking mm-hmm. some average Joe guy, average regular guy, no fat guys. They're always the good looking guys. And those girls, I mean, yeah. how can you really get, how can you really get into those porn stars when you know that they only fuck good looking guys? I mean, wouldn't you rather the, what makes the girl so slutty? The fact you see a girl like Rebel Rider. Fucking mm-hmm. a fat guy like me, fucking, you know, fucking anybody. You're like, wow, I can fuck Rebel Rider if I just happen to be in the right place at the right time. I know, yeah. you know, and that's what's so hot about her. And knowing that, but she's yeah. gorgeous, she's beautiful, and she's fucking this, these guys that are yeah. not the best guys in the world. And she's loving it. And Rebel, Rebel mm-hmm. Rider loves it. She, she's not one that's doing it for the money. She's doing it because she loves it. Miss Dawson's another one, Amy Quinn's another one. Which gets back to the night. You asked me the question about the orgy in Chicago. Yeah. Sarah Arabic wasn't even supposed to be in it originally. She was coming down to hang out with me to help me with Chicago Exotica weekend because uh, mm-hmm. Ray Ray had a booth which I was sponsoring and she was just going to help out. And what happened was it was supposed to be a gangbang with Amy Quinn and Miss Dawson. But Amy Quinn, uh, what happened was the Greyhound bus that she was coming in on with her husband, it got. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it's like, well, Sarah Arabic, you're here, and and then she's like, I'll I'll do it. It's like you want to do, <laughs> you basically want to replace Amy and, Quinn because and, and, and I and I saw that she got down in that 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 orgy in that game bag. She got down, and she didn't care that, that there was 15 guys there. She fucked them all, and then Rebel Rider was so awesome. She just shows up. Her husband Rex Radiations. He's part. He got TTS tested mm-hmm. in this uh, gang bang with Amy and um. Amy and um, well, it's supposed to been Amy and Miss Dawson, and it turned out to be Sarah Arabic and Miss Dawson. And all of a sudden, Rebel Riders like, I, I'll volunteer to fluff, and it's like, oh my god, I got, I'll compensate you. But man, she's like, oh, you don't have to compensate me. And it's like, I'll compensate you, but at the same time, she was because she's just wanted to help out. That's amazing. That's amazing. And how many porn stars do that? But, oh, I'll just fluff for free. I'll just do it. And she, she, she has some that just love the atmosphere and love sex and love dick. Can't yeah. be with it. She's not doing it. She volunteered, <laughs> but but you know I did the right thing. I did compensate her you know, for it, but the same I didn't have to. But I I just did it was the right mm-hmm. thing. But it just tells you the character that she is. That she's mm-hmm. that. How I many? There are not too many porn stars that will do that for free. I mean, just, it's not. It's just the truth. And then, uh, and I'm telling you, and 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 Sarah Arabic, you know, with her 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 press or everything about her, she's just mm-hmm. amazing. Amazing body. Yeah. yeah. She, she's amazing. And, 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 and actually, you got some big names, Sarah Lace. She's a girl that I've, I've watched over the years. 
and I'm Miss telling Nicole Miss about it. Like, I like, dude, you, you, you getting some names, bro. You getting some names, man. You getting some names, man. <laughs> I, think I like the. I mean, I, I'm, I'm actually like. Sometimes I'm, I'm watching some of my videos just to check out the lighting. I'm yeah. not lying. I watch my videos to check out the lighting and the and how the camera angles are, especially with the VR. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my god, I can't believe there's fucking Anastasia Rose, there's freaking Taylor Nicole, there's Rebel Rider, there's April Olsen. You know, I've been seeing April Olsen. Yeah. She's a big name. Um, then you see uh, girls like Sage Fox. She's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, recently, I'm um, uh, book uh, booking through a uh, elite talent, the new agency okay. uh, named yeah. Nicole Eclair. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's Savannah Saviron out of Hussey, Hussey Models. There's so many. I mean, it's like I'm just so happy that there are so many porn stars out there that really, that want to shoot with us. I mean, we you know we we pay the rates and we take care of the girls. We're all we don't we and our shoots don't last long. And two, oh. I guess uh, our shoots are fun. I mean, we have fun. I mean, literally, we have fun on our shoot. Not to mention Kendra Lynn, Zoe Fox. They're all just. All these women, all these porn stars are amazing on and off camera. They're so easy to work with. Uh, it's amazing. And uh, like I said, when I first – this was not an accident. I mean, this is something – I used to be a gangbang host, and I mm. never dreamt of being in porn. Uh, I, was, <laughs> I was enjoying doing my gangbang parties, you know. Yeah. You know and I met, uh, like I said, Vivian Lane. I met a girl named uh, Camelia Canal. Canal. Mm-hmm. At strip clubs and and uh, they wanted to do get gang they wanted to do gang bangs they wanted to do porn so I'm like well let me go get a I went to Best Buy I literally <laughs> went to Best Buy and talked to hey uh, with my cell phone and one of the I'll, I'll say clip for sale so that's that's the truth of it I, I had the clip for sale website on yeah clip for sale my first one the, the upload videos i said yeah. hey uh you know anything about this stuff right here he goes oh i know all about this stuff he goes you need to buy this camera you need to buy this laptop you need to get this uh, editing software and you're like mm-hmm. you're you and i said all oh, this is compatible right he's like yeah and then uh, i just started filming with the girls that that i met at strip clubs that that uh that were coming to the gangbang parties i host and it just and then one thing led to another and um, I mentioned her, like, uh, have you met Melanie Cummings? Because she she was one of my first. She, one of my she, I've I never met her face to face. I heard of her, I know of her, you know. Period. Oh, yeah. she, she gets something dirty. She, I remember, yeah. I remember. <laughs> we had a guy that I used to have guys that come and watch our game bangs. That's a, mm-hmm. <laughs> this before COVID. And I remember he's joking around, like, you know, this girl is like wanting all the guys to wash their hands before the game bang start. You know, worrying about germs. And next thing you know, yeah. they're, they're in the, the shoot. She's doing ass to a vagina. You know, cream pie. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, she's worrying about her fucking. Everyone's washing her hands. put their dick everywhere. She's doing ass to mouth and everything. Ass yeah, to it, mouth, coming in the ass, coming the pussy. Guys fucking her yeah. vagina, fucking her ass, back and forth. <laughs> and then never even dawned on me that hey, yeah, she was one. Hey, I had to tell all the guys. She said, make sure all the guys wash their hands. All right, it's certain females have quirks, and we as producers yeah. have learned how to work around them quirks. I swear we do. Yeah, but it was just ironic. I never even thought about it. You know how, and it just makes it how slutty she was. She was all into it. She was really professional. Up front, I mean, and here's the thing is, some of these girls are so professional when you're first mm-hmm. talking to them, especially before your first shoot, and you're thinking to yourself, she's so professional, like, is she really? 
get down and dirty in this game bang and it's like it's like a like all of a sudden it goes professional setting it up as soon as the, you say lights camera action it's like a totally different yes <laughs> and the light then you say when you're on cut you're you know they're back to being mm-hmm. professional again and mm-hmm. you know because a lot of time uh yeah, it's it's, it's 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 and it takes professionalism to set these gangbangs up with these girls. You you just can't go up the girl, just can't can't talk. When you contact them, everything's got to be professional. You just can't say, "Hey, babe, let's do a gangbang." Let's get fucked. You know this. You have to, you know, be professional about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And every girl's different too, with the requirements, especially with COVID yeah. and all that. You know. Yeah, because I'm sitting here looking at uh, one of the new girls. I think that you might have shot recently, a uh, Luna Mill. She is gorgeous. Um. And I see here that you were talking about doing the virtual reality. Now, tell, tell us um, how did you hook up with this sexy young thing, Luna Mills, and explain how the virtual reality 3D works and how you shoot that. Okay, well, for Luna Mills, real quickly, I, I booked, I ended up uh, booking her through uh, Southern Cal Models. I ended up um, booking Nicole Claire through her during Chicago Exotica. And then, of course, to collab with these agents. What's good thing about it, once you have a shoot with the agency, everything goes mm-hmm. well, they're, they're going to contact you again to, to mm-hmm. you know, and watch to see if you want to shoot their other models. So that's kind of what happened with that. Had a great shoot with Nicole Claire. He continued um, sending me pictures uh, through emails of girls that, um, that are his models. And I saw this Luna Mills. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's 19 years old. I was like, "Wow, she's gorgeous." I gotta, gotta book her. And I asked uh, the agent, like, I was like, "Damn, but she's something special right there." <laughs> and, and, and the thing with this is, uh, I, and, and everything is about planning. Like I do the TTS, and uh, I have 14 days that is good for, and I try to shoot as much as possible during that 14 days. I mean, that's not rocket science. I mean, anybody's in the agency long enough understands that's what you do. But you really got to take advantage of that. So I had my 14 days was still good, and I'm like. I asked a Southern Cal uh, models like, "Hey, you got any girls that would fly to Chicago before my 14 days expires?" And uh, he said, "Yeah, uh, Luna Mills available." So flew her in, and uh, she did a boy board girl scene with us, and she was just she's she was a lot of fun. She's it's, it's going to be a great shoot. I can't wait for that to show up to VR, which I transitioned to VR. Oh man, how that started was kind of interesting too, because one of my gangbang guys in 2018. No, I think 2019, I just happened to have a, a rugger guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he he was one of those guys that was a VR buff. I mean, he was going to college and learned VR. He had a VR camera, and he was like, "Hey, Tad, Tadpole, can I can I film the scene in VR? We can check it out in the VR goggles." I didn't even know there was even VR sites at all. I didn't know anything about VR. All I know is the dude was talking about virtual reality. He had a VR camera. He had the goggles. We filmed one of our scenes. I put the goggles on, and I thought, holy shit. I'm back in the room where we were fucking filming. It was like it was almost like I was reliving everything. Only thing I did notice, though, I did I, I saw myself in there. I didn't realize how fat I looked. And it, and I realized. <laughs> and here's the thing is, I thought, well, maybe it's just a camera. But then I started looking at everybody else in the room. Remember, in the VR goggles, I say in the room, uh, everyone else looked exactly the same as they do when it's not VR. So I thought if they look the same, that means I probably look the same too. So I'm like, man, 
Now I know what I look like to the other guys. So yeah, I mean, that's another, I mean, now I probably should go to the gym. But the thing is, though, it's like you're back in that room again where the VR camera was. It's really a crazy experience because the film VR is literally 3D films. I film 180. I could film 360 if I want, but 180 gives you the 3D. 360 is not not 3D. So, so anyway, this guy brought the VR camera, started filming our scenes. Then we started doing some research. Oh, well, he probably knew anyway, but. There's a there's a couple of VR sites called Sex Like Real VR Porn Adult DV mm-hmm. Empire. Um, you can upload the VR scenes and, and get monetized. You can make money off it. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, I started uploading the Sex Like Real VR Porn, and I, and and money and money was good. I mean, started making real good money with it. So why so, not? Why not? Why not film both? You know what I mean? If you're gonna make money mm-hmm. off VR, why not? Why not so, film the so VR? The question: What makes the VR different from the regular scene? Is it that you basically get a 360 view, or it's it, explain it so, so so the listeners can so the listeners can truly understand? Well, there's uh, there's two types of VR that people watch, and what um what is is the Voyager the Voyager where you put the VR camera on a stationary tripod and you just let it record the room. You're, it's literally recording half the room and whenever you put the goggles on it's like you're back in the room you're in the room and it's like you're like it's real it's like you you almost like i mean just picture yourself in a room standing watching a gangbang yeah and picture yourself watching it and it's not really happening it's it's just recorded but when you put mm. the vr goggles on it's it's like you're, you're really, really in the room with people fucking around you Maybe I can, so I can walk back. I can walk around it. Stuff like that, right? Well, you won't be able to walk because you no. Because what is, is the camera? You're, you're when you put the goggles on, you're kind of yeah. stuck with the where it was being recorded at. Oh, okay, that's what you're saying. So basically, it's really about the goggles and the technology, not necessarily the. Because when people think about VR, they think about the video games. I can move around anywhere. You feel no, me? No, For the most part, no, it's not no, unless, unless, unless unless I was recording, moving the camera around, you won't be able to move. You you have to sit there and just watch. And uh, and what here's what's popular about the virtual reality porn, and this mm-hmm. and I get a lot of requests for it. It's called the you film it in point of view, the POV, which you're familiar with, obviously. Uh, of course. What you do is you film you film. So if you're filming POV, say I'm laying down, and I got the VR camera by my face. And the girl's riding me, okay. When I put, when I, when I record, when I record that, edit it, upload it to the VR sites. There's a viewer. The viewers, when they put the goggles on, it's gonna look like the girl's really fucking them. It's not okay, gonna look you. like the two because it's 3D. I mean, it's literally like yeah, 3D. So when she so, leans forward to give you a kiss, it's like she, you see the body leaning forward. If she reaches out to like you know touch your chest. You seen the arm coming at you, her yeah. legs up in the air. It's like, you know, like, yeah. like say you're you're doing POV missionary, and her mm-hmm. legs are spread. It look it, it, it's three D. It's like literally her legs. It, it's to the point where it's so real, you feel like you can reach out and touch the legs, but mm-hmm. but uh, but but you can't because you it's can. not real. Yeah, but it yeah, looks okay. so real, and it's okay. amazing. And so a lot of people love the VR virtual reality POV because they they want the immersion. Uh, of mm-hmm. uh, the fact that they're actually fucking the girl. Now, you can, it films half the rooms, so you can look up at the ceiling, you can look down to the floor, 
Like if see, uh, they would they would help me. They would help me. Yeah. So we about to get to the crux of this, and this is why I said this is the part where the pussies go dry and the dicks go limp. We talking the business, and you kind of segue to it. How's the money different with the VR versus regular content? Let's talk about that. Mm, I tell you what, I make more than I did as a school teacher with the yeah. <laughs> but wait, but but I mean, it like I mean, I, I know you do pretty good, but what I'm saying is. Your sales it's, from the VR and the way that VR, you price it versus versus a regular scene that you would record. Would you price the VR more than the regular scene, or you price it about the same? It's just the VR moves faster and sells more than a regular scene. You get what I'm saying? Well, no, it's a good question because um, here's how it works: is uh, I don't with the VR sites I'm on, I don't control any of that stuff. What it is is uh, I get a. Uh, I all I do is turn the 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 the, the movies uh, the the footage into them. They price mm-hmm. the video based on their experience, so based on the other videos on the site. But normally, the way VR is, your 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 earnings are coming from the views. What it is is the people that are on the VR sites, there are memberships. So gotcha. you get you get you get paid by the amount of views you get. Yes, people can buy the videos, but uh, mm-hmm. your earnings from the actual so um, so 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 basically it's profit sharing it basically based off a stream like that of a spot of like spotify like what's going on with with pornhub was doing it one time mainly as well as exit videos yeah x video does x video red does it but the thing is though um it's like the the earnings are just better on vr because but I guess you oh, go on the website they charge more because they probably fucking charge more that's vr they know just regular that ain't just some regular ass video. You get what I'm saying? So of course oh, I would think they would charge more than they would just a regular video because it's it's more to it than that. You feel me? Exactly. It's, yeah. It's, it's it's also you're also watching in 6K too. You're watching. I I they they make it in 6K, and mm. now now yeah, that's amazing. Think about virtual reality 3D and 6K. I mean that's and people who here's the thing is though you know the saying right. When people mm-hmm. go virtual reality 3D, they don't go back. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't. Because, I mean, so you, okay, I'm going to ask you this then. Do you think that is where point is heading mainly? That oh, it's going to – well, once once it, people catch on to it and, and all the, the – the, right now a lot of the top companies are doing it, but not everybody's doing VR because mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's challenging. I mean, let's be honest with you. You're dealing with larger files. And it's and it's a little bit more. It's it's if there's well, unknown. I mean, it's like anybody can pick up their cell phone and film a porno. We all know that, and upload yeah. it to sites. But you don't have virtual reality on your cell phone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And tell me, tell tell cell phones have virtual reality cameras on it. It it, it requires someone to go out there and buy a VR camera to get mm-hmm. the you know figure out how to edit it, how to do all this stuff, and then you're dealing with large files. You're talking about six K yeah. here. You're talking about Virtual yeah. reality. You're not talking about editing a video. A thirty-minute video can take me hours to uh, to get it uh, rendered. Another three hours just to uh, transfer it to a downloadable link. It's it's not something you just you know you just yeah. do within minutes. Like you know you can do a, a scene with your cell phone, like a fifteen-minute POV scene, fucking some girl at a hotel, and you can so, have that thing uploaded, uh, uploaded and monetized within an hour on Minivids. You know what I mean? Virtual reality, basically, you need a certain type camera. You just 
Oh, which I can't take an old scene and turn it VR. No, you can't. You gotta have a virtual reality camera, yeah. Okay then. Yeah, see, see that what I'm saying. See, good, you understand I'm I'm out the business, so I'm different. Yeah, I got lucky. I just got lucky where one of my VR one of my regular guys who would come into my gangbang, he was single, mm-hmm. divorced dad, uh he was a divorcee, you know, he was coming to or he was wearing a mask. And he just happened to be in the VR. He had a VR camera, and 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 it's like, and once I saw how well that the you know how much money I was making on VR, um, it was a situation where shit, dude, I'm, and also he wasn't always showing up to all my gangbangs. That makes sense. Yeah. And then what happened when COVID came around, he just disappeared. He was he was an older guy telling me, oh, I'm not gonna come to your gangbang to the COVID, which I understand, you know what I mean. So I went out and bought my own VR camera and just took over from then. That way I knew I had a, I had, a, I had a VR camera for every scene. I didn't have to rely on him to be there. And then, um, and two, whenever he did film the scenes, I didn't always get the footage. I mean, it's not, I'm not to fault him. He wasn't, he was doing a favor for me. I mean, and I mean, I didn't have, you know what I mean? He was filming this, this experiment to see what it was going to be like. I had no idea that the, that it was, it was uh, VR sites like Sex Like Real and, you know, I was just a guy that started who just wanted to see how many view, views I can get on Pornhub. <laughs> like a two you know, I, I didn't, I didn't expect to, you know, to do, you know, to do this as a full time job. You know what I mean? I never would mm-hmm. imagine. I don't do it. This is this is my full time job. I have a, um, I'm retired Navy, so I do have a pension for the Navy. You know, I have a VA disability too, but you know, so I have other income sources, but. Yeah, I, I retired from the Navy when I was 38 years old, and I've, I've been having a pension from the Navy ever since. And 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 uh, and like I said, I feel like a lot of my military experience and a lot of my teaching experience, all that helps with me organizing these events. I mean, these gangbang events. It's not something that, I mean, whenever I'm going over the rules of the scene with 15 guys, four yeah. girls in the scene, I mean, you almost have to have command of the room you you got to treat it like you're a school teacher you got to keep it keep everybody hey everyone's got to be listening you know it's very important these girls are going over doing don'ts you know what i mean you gotta and when you be paying attention you gotta you know what i mean so mm-hmm. all my all that experience i believe plays a part into me being able to do these events i mean i'm and i'm not a shy guy i think that helps um but organizing planning all that all that stuff being professional you know it's oh, all yeah. And then I'm now I'm just so lucky that there's so many women that I find not only on through agencies because I booked through several agencies, but man, Twitter is the place where the word of the mouth just you know females reach out to me, and sadly I can't keep up with all the demand, and I'm gonna have to do better in 2022 because sometimes a girl will reach out to me on Twitter about my wanting to shoot. A couple of days later go by, <laughs> I forget. You know what I mean? It's not like well, I'm not interested. You, 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 you just, you just, you know, and as you become more known and 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 you gain more notoriety as well as more respect in the industry, you're gonna become busy to where you ain't gonna be able to keep up with and, people and here's, okay. that way. And, and here's the thing is though, I I used to worry about haters out there because I do yeah. have haters. I have haters out there. Especially local Chicago. I have guys out there that don't like <laughs> me being successful. And no matter what they omit it, I'm telling you, they're out there. I have models telling me that this certain guy is telling negative stuff about me that's not mm-hmm. even true. And it's like, 
I don't even sweat it no more because if you look at my my body of work, if you look at my links, my websites, my Twitter feed, all the women, you notice all the girls I shot, all the porn stars I shot with. Yeah. How can how can you listen to some hater that says I'm something that something that I'm not? Do with tadpole because he's this type of guy, whatever. But yeah, when you look at the the models that shoot me, and they're they're returning. I'm not just shooting these girls just once; they're two or three times. Like it does doesn't match to what they're saying. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. But see, but see, but see, the thing of it is, is from my experience because I've been there before, is that when it came to the men, our competition is not the money; it's the women. And when they see that you're shooting women that they wish they can shoot, of course they're going to put the the stink in it or what have you, or even and, or when it comes to women, which I don't think you ain't experienced that yet, or hopefully you never will, that uh, because you didn't kiss their ass or treat them a certain way or they didn't get the, the treatment that they felt they should have gotten, even though you treated them well, and that's what they want to bash you. So that's why I tell anyone... When people talk shit, ignore it, keep moving forward, and let your work speak for itself, because that kills the rumors. Because it basically silences the critics, because if you have more people, and they see more girls coming to work with you, and they're coming back, it yeah. kind of kills anything that they're saying anyway. Yeah, because I mean, I, I had this one local melt. I won't say his name, because he don't deserve publicity at all. He was actually at a party I was at. To make a long story short, he was barebacking mm-hmm. when he wasn't supposed to. And he always yeah. wanted me in my shoots. So, you know, when you see a guy barebacking untested females at a party at a swinger mm-hmm. scene, those are the guys you do not want in we'll your shoots. If he can't respect the, a host's rules, don't bareback wear a condom. And he's barebacking a girl that everyone knows he just met that night. And everyone knows we don't know. She didn't She didn't show no test to nobody. You know what I mean? You know, but, see, he, but, see, like, but that goes back to... <laughs> When you're doing this business, you have to change the way that you move personally on a sexual tip. And because when you're in this business, you gotta think of your next, you gotta think about the talent you're gonna be working with in the future. Yeah. As well as your reputation. Because let's just say if you wasn't there and you didn't see that, you let yeah. him go on the set. He and, ends and up I'm gonna tell you how shy these motherfuckers is. They'll come in dirty, right? They don't mm-hmm. know they're dirty. Then they'll test with their doctor, find it dirty, get clean. So when you pull their card, no, I'm clean. So when they take TTS, but they already went to their doctor. They are dirty motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, we had, I don't know if you heard, but there was an incident in DC, a performer who was uh, Mike South wrote an article on him. Um, and his, his, he uh, was in DC Exotica. He was TTS tested, but he was having sex with a model who wasn't who wasn't not only was she wasn't TTS tested, but she wasn't recently tested at all. Once you have sex with someone that's not that's not someone who's not I'm recently fine. tested, you're finding out these shit. Your TTS is no longer valid. Why would you pay two hundred seventy five dollars and then have sex with someone that's not tested? And you're all of a sudden. People find out your your test ain't valid, and, and then you're going around oh, trying to. Wait a second, wait a second. My question is: Okay, if he did all that, how did anyone find out? 
That means oh, because, I was because, oh, oh, good because he was up. Here's how he got caught. He was uploading the videos on camera having sex with her, and if there was he was with four other girls, and one of the girls was in the group. Uh, the girl, the girls in the group knew that that girl was not tested, so they told on him. That makes sense. Hold on, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He brought let's, four let's, girls. Let's unpack this. <laughs> you in a group, you brought four girls around for you to shoot with. That that that, that not me, that guy, that guy did, yeah. Yeah. You 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 around, regardless of whether he brought them around or he he, he was around four girls. Now I don't know if he shot yeah. with them that 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 ain't even point. That you know that does this business. And they're women. Let's make this clear. They're women. They're gonna talk. And you, and and you on slip. Posted, he posted on Twitter, and then again, it's like, then you ask the girl, like, no, you're not, she's not testing. It's like, okay, now you, this dude's going around wanting to shoot with other people at the at the Exotica, and and it's like, he's been, it's like, the word's out. You know what I mean? You, you're I testing. Say, say, even, even devil's advocate, even if you were going to do that, don't do that around other motherfucking talents, you fucking idiot. <laughs> don't do it yeah. at all. You're going to do it. Don't do it around other fucking talent. Because yeah. they're this going- whole, I mean, and, and then the guys uh, on Twitter bashing other porn stars that were at Exotica talking about, like, oh, I walked by your booth. You're so ugly. No one even went to your booth. He just, he just went downhill. Totally unprofessional. Mike South did an article on him. He don't, deserve, he don't deserve no publicity, but his Twitter's already been suspended. It's just I'm, like I'm I'm just I'm blown because not because see, but that what I mean by the normalization of this business. It's too easy to get in. But too he's easy. not even he doesn't even have links. I, I don't mean to cut you out there, but you're right. Is he, he he's one of those guys that doesn't even have links, doesn't have any websites, nothing. And just, he shouldn't even really be in a conversation for a fucking shoot to begin with. <laughs> this is the shit I'm talking about. These girls, y'all want to pick dicks because you want to fuck them. It ain't about if I want to fuck him. It's about is this motherfucker tested? Is he, did he got a fucking fan base? Can I make money with the damn scene? No, he he had like 400 followers. <laughs> yeah, did, did, dude, he didn't have shit. But no, because he he's, money. he's one of those guys that's flashing money out, promising, you know, all this stuff. He, it was a big mess. By, by Sunday, no, them I'm girls were angry with him. Tell you what, they want to fuck him. Fuck that. Because this dude just flashing money like that. Them girls don't pay him now. Look at attention. Dude looked cute. He might have had a decent ass body. Many of them were like, ooh, I want to fuck him. <laughs> and I can't see the reason why they ended up snitching because one of the girls who probably wanted to fuck him on camera, he didn't fuck on camera. That's the one that told every goddamn body. I put money on it. Because why would yeah, they snitch? Yeah. Why would they snitch? Well, they were pissed at him or they were pissed at him. Well, no, there was other stuff involved in that too. It was just crazy. He, yeah. he um, he. Oh, uh, man, it, it, I, I'll just send you the link to the Mike South article. Get more information. Oh, on it. He, he was he was a fake. He was a fake agency. He was then he started threatening lawsuits. Anybody that would shoot with his models, the dude was just insane. <laughs> like you uh, said, anybody, anybody can. Yeah, get because see, because see, that's what I meant by because, like I said, you haven't been in it but so long. This is the reason why 
Say it again. Two thousand when? Uh, two thousand July. Uh, starting in June two thousand eighteen. See, two thousand eighteen. I've been in this since two thousand and six. Okay. The reason why Mastercard and Visa is so fucking worried. They were never worried before. Let's make this clear. There was never a time where they bugged the site and said, you know something, y'all need to clean up y'all shit or we taking our shit from you. That mm-hmm. never happened until... Oh, yeah, it's just so easy. Everyone's got access to a camera on their phone. To everybody wanting to use a cell phone. To these sites start accepting cell phone videos. Let's make this clear. They weren't accepting them neither. Your mm-hmm. shit had to be shot. By a certain parameter, it had a certain look to even be on it for sale to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. You know, because they wouldn't even accept certain formats. You feel me? Yeah. So yep. what ended up happening is society made it cool to watch porn. Which in yep. turn made it seem like porn is the thing to do. Why don't you be a porn star? Jimmy Smack <clears throat> made a million dollars. Oh, OnlyFans made a billion. These chicks posting how much they made, it opened the door because, see, like I said before, back in the day, girls went to look for guys like me and you. They went looking for producers. Now they're looking for phones and niggas like these dumb dudes. Mm-hmm. Because it was the reason why the producer was there. He safeguarded you bitches from running into bullshit. Because our job was to not only film you, but to also find you work in the industry. For example, like back in the day, if you came in, not only you would have been filming them, you would have had already the agencies lined up like you got now to where you can get those girls work. Mm-hmm. Yep. Gigs. And this is when girls won't try to do content trade. Let's make it, this is when girls won't try to do content having sites. Shit, that was an argument to have with a chick back in the day. Now, shit, that's all they want now. Content. <laughs> content. You know, period. So that where the problem is that guys figured out I got a cell phone so I can say I'm a producer. I can say I'm a I'm content a I'm a content creator. Was it that there you go? That term that I've been talking about, that term I can't stand, content creator. No. <laughs> You want to be a porn star. <laughs> Tadpole is and not a guy. Guy. And there's guys on there's so many guys on Twitter that just, uh, just all they have to do is put on their profile, content creator. That's it. And they can throw a OnlyFans link up there with maybe you know three videos or whatever. to shoot with these niggas and then after he done shit the fuck out of them. If you look at their Twitter, if you look at their Twitter, a bunch of jerking off, them guys jerking off. <laughs> I'm like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, see, the thing of it is, is I get it if you do the jerk off and then you drop and then about three times down, I see you with a chick you fucking. Yeah, I see you with yeah. a jerk off video that you got on your mini vids, this, that, and the third. No, nigga, you just jerking off because you trying to get one of these dumb ass hoes to sit here and say, yo, let's film. You also the same dumb motherfucker to sit here and pay a deposit. You probably the same dumb motherfucker to sit here and do that paid content trade shit. Fucking up my business. Yeah. And well, yeah, a lot of these guys they, they want to do the content trade. And they're not even they I mean don't even have a real camera, no, you know, don't even have the proper lighting. It's like they walk in the room yeah. with no lighting and a fucking cell phone talking about so yeah, let's shoot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and don't even know the legal like paperwork or none and of that stuff. Now, nigga, it's sad part. Some of these dumbass girls film with them. 
and promoter yeah. and co-signer. I'm happy though that I'm working with a lot of professional girls that, that, that that's been that that they're very very good about who they shoot with, and you know I'm very like like Caitlin Casaro, she's one. Camila Canal, Rebel, obviously. See, a lot of these see, they do the homework. Amy. Yeah. Okay. Then, so, so with that being said. Since you want to do a game bang, what's the things you look at that makes you say, I will put her and shoot her and pay her for a shoot? Well, the thing is, though, if if I can make a profit, my whole thing right now is, to me, it's straight up business. I just want mm-hmm. to make a profit on the game bang scene. I'm not going to pay you a certain amount of money. Based on my experience, I know how much a particular girl look will make. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of it's been trial and error. Yeah. And I know, hey, this girl will probably make me X amount of money. So I will be trying to be fair as possible. I want to be fair. At the same time, though, if if you don't want mm-hmm. the, what I'm offering you, then it's not going to work. Because I have to offer you a certain amount of money where I know I will make a profit off that video okay. in due time. I know it could take six months, a year, but I'm mm-hmm. not going to wait 10 years for it to make a profit. You know what I mean? But see, too also, and too also, you even the herd because it's a gangbang. So oh, yeah. a lot of cases, because a lot of because for one, a lot of girls will try to charge the shit out of you for a one scene than they would the gangbang. Yeah, but here's another thing too. Here's the thing that helps me out because you know, of course, they want a lot of money because this gangbang because they're fucking more guys. It's a, it's a dirtier yeah. scene. Oh yeah, but at the same yeah, time though. I like to offer content because I sell the idea, which is true. I'm not I'm not a con artist on this. If mm-hmm. I give you content of the gangbang, you're gonna make money off that gangbang. I swear to God, if you, you don't understand that your hey, gangbang is gonna sell a lot more than you. You coming into Chicago? Like I'm in Chicago right now. I do travel. Mm-hmm. That's a different story. But you're coming to Chicago. I'm the only producer that's doing quality gangbang. Quality gangbang. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody else is in this town is doing boy-girl scenes. They're not showing their face. They're doing POV. POV 2D is a dime a dozen. There's millions of POV scenes out there. Yeah. You're, you're gone. You're, you're on, you'd rather do a content trade with a – you'd rather come in and do a content trade with a boy-girl scene that's POV. You'll be lucky to make 100 bucks off that scene. You come in and do a tadpole gangbang with rugger guys fucking the shit out of you, 10 guys in a room, 5 to 10 guys. You upload that to your sites. Which one's gonna make more money for the, the model? The gangbang scene or the POV boy girl scene? Which one's gonna mm-hmm. make her more money? The gangbang, right? Mm-hmm. So I like to offer <laughs> content. Why would the gangbang make more money? Because I know like someone might listen, like, okay, why would the gangbang make more money? Because the guy I'm watching her fuck most of the dudes. Because the gangbang honestly. Uh, gangbang scenes uh, are hardcore. It's just uh, it's the girls are more slutty in the video, and it just they sell. They sell gangbang scenes sell a lot better than a boy girl scene because it, mm-hmm. it's it's porn viewers like slutty women, and and yeah. that's what they want. They, and they see a girl getting fucked by multiple guys bareback, it's going to sell a lot better than a boy girl scene. And yeah. there's some boy girl scenes out there to choose from. There are not that many gangbang scenes out there compared to boy girl scenes. So. You know, it's like it's like you're getting you're you're getting something that's not as common, too. So it will. That's two, two things. Not as common, and and the girls, um, is a lot more uh a slutty a sluttier scene, more freakier. Yeah, 
But it's, you know, it's not me. I granted, I know some people out there don't like watching gangbang, but for the most part, I tell you what, my gang, all my gangbang scenes sell a little, ten times better than my uh, boy girl scenes. I do. But see, but see, also you made that your niche because you really don't do boy girl scenes. You made that your niche. That's part of your brand. So True. it's like, so basically, you play to the fans, which is. Another reason why you probably do very well with sales because it's way more niche. Is is it? It's gangbang fans is as niche as that of BDSM. Let's be frank. Yeah, because it is so when you actually making money with the gangbang, it's and 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 plus the fact that you also added to the name girls with it. Because let's just be honest, it's not about the dudes, it's about the girl in this. You know, but, it's kind of, you got, you kind of got, you check all the boxes for it to be successful to a certain extent. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, we have guys from all walks of life that are in our game bank too. So we don't just all have fat that, guys. We don't have, you know, we have, that, you know, guys with small dicks, big dicks, you know, everything. We, you know, yeah. And, and too, is the game bank is not all the guys have to perform well. You know, you need a couple of all-stars in there doing it. You're fine. Yeah. If a boy-girl scene, if the guy's not really doing well, it can really, can really ruin the scene, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, because, even, because you ain't got to worry about them coming fast because they come fast. It's fine because you got five five to six other guys just right behind it. So, yep. If the boy-girl scene, the guy can't get his dick hard, it's going to ruin the whole scene. Yeah, because yeah, to be yeah. honest with you, now if – you a woman and you have seven dicks and now them is hard, you got a problem, babe. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, you got a problem. I don't know what your problem is. Come on, <laughs> we, we we did have a gangbang like that where a girl was uh, pregnant and she looked like she didn't want to be there and, and our guys kind of picked up on it. it was a, it was like one of those like, okay, she's pregnant, she tell. So we had to cut that one short. <laughs> so so but so that, how that, much that is it? Just... How much is it? The girl set the tone for the gangbang versus the guys. Oh man, it's all the women. Man, the women—it's it's all about their energy. And 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 man, it, I've been lucky. I, I can't think of any bad gangbangs that I had, other than maybe the one I just mentioned. But you know, it's, you can't hold against a girl pregnant. I mean, yeah, true, true. But but the thing is that all the women, man, Miss Dawson, uh, Amy Quinn, there's so much energy. They're they're so. Taylor Nicole, my God. Uh, I mean, I can't, I'm not going to uh, leave all these girls out, but Sarah Moon, so many, uh, game, uh, even Melanie Cummings, they're, they're all, they get into it. They're really, they're, it really helps the guy out when you see a girl making noises. You tell that they're folk, they're, 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 you know, like they're cock hungry. I guess that's the way they are, cock hungry. If you ever see Ray Ray gangbangs, she's, she's like, like, like one begging for cum, she's you know licking cum. She's you know, she's just she mm. does anal DP. She's just she just doesn't want to stop. You know, same thing with Rubber Rider. All, all these girls. Mm. I mean, I know yeah. I miss some of these girls. Sarah Sarah Lace. When I did that, what you her man? She was so amazing, so beautiful. You know, she was you know really into it. Mm. You know, what I mean, it looked like she. All these girls. Does that makes sense. Mm. I feel you. So, how many of your game bang girls do you pay versus content trade? I, I pretty much, I, I think with the, and then also if okay. I paid, uh, sometimes I pay with content. Only time I think I've ever done a situation where I done a a, a a straight up content trade where I didn't pay the girl and she got content and I got content 
uh, Ray Ray, me and her mm-hmm. did a, a very interesting uh, deal where I think I actually I like trying to convince more girls to do it because mm-hmm. what is I do the VR, I film the VR, I mm-hmm. get the VR footage, and she got the the regular uh, footage, and I, oh, I did oh. not get the, so she got exclusive. VR is viewers are different. They don't go back mm-hmm. to duty. Yeah. So basically, yeah. she got a she got a gangbang video that she owned herself. I couldn't, I couldn't upload it, uh, the two D, the non VR because that was exclusive to her, and our deal. So I made money off the VR scene. She made money off the two D, and we both and it worked out both because we both scenes made money for both of us. We'd had to compete for yeah. sales or nothing. That makes sense. That, you know? that is beautiful. That is beautiful and, because. Uh, but, yeah, because to be honest with you, um, because one, they're getting quality content anyway. You know, period. they're getting a and, 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 yeah. and, and them trying and, and Ray Ray knows so she organized her own gangbang. She knows how mm-hmm. hard it is to set up a gangbang. She knows. Yeah. So she appreciates it. All she has to do is and show up. Just ask girls this <laughs> wouldn't you want to have a game? If, if you did a gangbang, wouldn't you have want to have it on your site to where you made the money? Because well, like, as long as I'm hey, getting the VR, as long as I'm getting the VR, I'm yeah. happy. Because even when I like with, with Sarah Lace, like I mean, I don't know if you paid her the content trade. That ain't none of my you know business. But I, if I was a chick, I'd be like, no, I do the content trade. The reason why because if if if, if just off of ego, because a lot of these girls got ego. If I know I'm that bad of a chick, I love. I'm a freak. I'm a slut. I'm a nasty ass whore, and I'm doing this game bang. And I don't got nair game bang scene. Why wouldn't I? Yeah, you know what I'm well, saying. What, you know, I mean, that's how I look at it. But uh, as a matter of fact, Zoe Fox, we're setting up a gang bang in um, January uh, next month, where yeah. she wants ten to twenty guys, and we're going to do that. The situation where I'm going to share it's going to be her gang bang scene. I'm just going to get the VR, and oh, also I'm going to do it. It's going to be beautiful. So she, I won't. She'll she'll upload that two D scene, mm-hmm. able to sell it on my site. But but I will get the virtual reality of the scene. So I will. Well, get, I mean, I will yeah, but, but, but you see, your brand is going more into virtual reality anyway. So it's kind of like, you know, it's a win win. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's a win win because you probably gonna make more money with the virtual reality than she would with the goddamn regular scene. Well, but then. <laughs> I don't have to pay the if I don't have to pay the girl, then that's even better. As soon as, yeah. as, soon as I make a dollar, I made a profit. When I'm paying the girl, yeah. you know, I gotta make I, I won't make a profit until all, all the you yeah. know all the you know how much she got paid. Yeah. You don't have they don't have a camera. Probably not. I tell you, don't have a male talent. Yeah, with them. Not you know I say nine out ten. They don't have a camera, and they don't have a male talent, and they don't have lights. Yo, you talking about the girl? You're talking about the girls? Yeah, oh, it's the girl. Yeah. All they have to do is just show up, and I have the guys tested, ready to go, the cameras, all that stuff, and then I'll even edit the video for them to, and then transfer to them into down downloadable link. But hey, don't get me wrong, I, I don't mind paying for a girl for the scene and, and having it all myself too. <laughs> yeah, that, oh no, that, that, there's nothing wrong with that because that's that's called no complete rights to myself. That's what it's called. Yeah, and also, you know, you're spending money. But it's like you gotta spend money, make money, I, and I, I, it kills me because a lot of these guys I know locally, they're not used to spending money. I can tell because when I tell them how much I pay the girls, they're like, "What? What? I'll, I'll never pay that much money." I'm like, "Dude, but you don't understand." 
quality girls, and 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 when you pay quality, you make money off the the thing eventually. And, and, and to be honest with you, and to be honest with you, and to be honest with you, I don't know how much you're necessarily paying them, but for what you paying them, you actually getting the steal because you're getting the game bang out of them. You yeah, feel and, me? And, and it's and, quality girl. It's a quality girl. The girl because is not, if, I mean, it's, if, it's, if it's I can amazing. tell you right now how much. Back in the day, a game bang with that many dudes, five dudes alone. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, you have to make, you have to spend money and make money. I don't yeah. look at it as like, wow, I'm spending this money. And here's the thing is I've been lucky enough where I've been doing this for a while now because say the videos like the game bang videos I did six mm-hmm. months ago, a year ago, two mm-hmm. years ago, guess what? They're mm-hmm. still earning for me. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I'm still making money off those videos two or three years ago. If I was mm-hmm. on my first gangbang and had to throw two thousand mm-hmm. dollars towards that suit or whatever mm-hmm. for a five guy scene, that would be like, oh my god, I got. You see, you see, I don't have two thousand dollars, right? But yet, mm-hmm. you know, two thousand dollars coming from this shoes being paid for from from uh, from scenes that were uploaded to. And years see, ago. and see, the other part of this is what the guys that that maybe in Chicago don't get that you're doing. You're dealing with you're dealing with avian quality women. So people can understand yeah. this. Somebody understand it. These are girls that are eligible to be nominated for AVN. These are girls who were shot with major companies of AVN. And they have but, been AVN nominated. A lot of girls I've shot with AVN nominated. So I am now getting myself into AVN territory. Because now, um, yeah, now it's I'm getting myself in territory to where I can get to the conversation of awards, where I get to the conversation of best scene, where I can also I'm getting the top girls. It's like I'm not getting the top local girls. I'm not getting the top indie girls. I'm getting the top contract girls, which is Mm -hmm. a different type look because I keep saying this. The more Hollywood you get, the better the money gets. People, sorry. Yeah, you're right. That's the whole point. Like, yeah, yeah I, I'm shooting with girls that shot with browsers, browsers, and all, all the tops. I mean, all the you name a top uh, company, I'm shooting with com- the girls that shot with those companies. Team Ski, uh, uh, browsers, uh, you, you name them. You I mean there, there, there's a million of them. You know, Black.com. It, it, there's so many that you know. I'm shooting with the same girls in the same that shooting the same company, and a lot of these local producers they they shoot with you know some girls that will never see that level. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not saying I wouldn't shoot with those girls, but at yeah, the same time, this, though, they give your videos a different look and a different feel versus theirs. Oh yeah, I honestly I get oh yeah I get I mean I use a very good well, besides VR, but I use a very good quality uh sony camera that's just uh it's the quality is so amazing when you see it i use good lighting and uh one thing i like to do is i like to use co- a lot of color in our videos like we have mm-hmm. these different you know i like to use blooms sometimes but even if it's not the blooms i use color different color t-shirts i have the guys wearing it just kind of you just just color helps popping colors you know what i mean red purple just things like that just brings out the, the scene better I mean, and also the girls, I mean, they're just gorgeous. I mean, you just can't, you can't go wrong with a beautiful girl on the scene. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, 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 yeah. you know, and honestly, no, but we've actually won a, one of my uh, videos actually won an award with uh, Minivids. So, I mean, mm-hmm. Minivids is a respectable yes, site. 
we actually won a uh, producer bit of the year last year mm-hmm. with uh, Ray Ray Gang Bang. And we've been nominated two years in a row on any bids. I mean, I would love to get some awards with AVN and XBiz, mm-hmm. but but there's still, I mean, I'm not, mm-hmm. I mean, I, if it happens, it happens. I'm just more, I'm having fun. And the awards is just the quality of girl that you're working with. That's what I mean. Yeah. But it's the same thing. I'm, I have the a disadvantage where mainstream porn probably wouldn't uh, ever, possibly never uh, consider me because I use a lot of, Regular looking guys. Yeah. If I had Nick Blue, right. Steve Holmes in my videos, maybe, maybe, maybe the Nick Blue wins. Yeah, like, but, I swear to God, but, 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 fuck, fuck the awards. I don't want the trophy. I want the money. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah I and I like, and I like the niche of using normal looking guys. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. use now, Nick Blue. He's in every single damn video. He's he fucked a million girls. I mean, he's living a charmed life. I mean, I like the fact that <laughs> when a guy who isn't living a charm life is in there having fun with a beautiful girl. Now, that with sense. that being said, oh, yeah, I got you. Now I'm going to ask you this. Just a hard question because I know you never ran into this. Now, you use guys from every every walk of life, every size, shape, dick, that, and third. But mm-hmm. have noticed not a lot of BB dubs. BB dubs? It, Yes, BBC, BB does big, big girls. Oh, okay. big girls. Yeah, I've had, I've had, I've had, I've had, yeah, not a lot, but uh, I've, I've, I've done. I mean, I have not shoot. Trust me, I, like mm-hmm. I said, I'll shoot anybody. It just, it just the uh, circumstances I'm in. I mean, Emmett West. Now, as a, now, as a producer, I know the feeling of being pigeonholed, and which I mean by pigeonholed is. Let's say a BBW, she go on your, your link. She go on your Twitter page. She scroll down, she see skinny girl, skinny girl, skinny girl. Do you yeah, think and I have that because, yeah. because the fact that the way that you shoot, do you think that girls, BBWs get the misconception that you will only shoot skinny girls? Yeah, it has. I've actually been to Exotica and I've talked to some BBWs that I was actually interested in shooting and they're like, oh, I didn't think you would want to shoot me. And the same thing with... Uh, African American girls, where I've talked to them, they're like, "Well, I didn't think you want to shoot me because you always shoot a lot of white girls." I'm like, "Well, no, I'm just, just waiting. Like, nothing's really, nothing's really planned for that to happen that way." Because uh, I did a BBW with a girl named Emma West, and it done very well. And I would love to. And the reason why I haven't shot with her again because um, she's not a real porn star; she was an amateur girl. Mm-hmm. But no, it was but BBW girls do very well. I actually had oh, yeah. a BBW scheduled recently, but. Uh, I was uh, with her FetLife page, and her FetLife profile was gone, so I don't think she was really that serious. But um, no, I shoot up BBWs. If the, the right right look, man, them girls they do really well uh, with uh. Yeah, because because I ran, I ran into uh, the opposite, where if I have a skinny girl, they'd be like, "I ain't think you shoot skinny girls." I don't. Or my favorite one. I don't think I will fit your website because you shoot a lot of BBWs. I'm like, it's fucking porn. It, it, does it? Does my site say BBW this? No, it says BCM Triple X. Is it? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? And it's yeah. like, and, and and I know a lot of producers because you, we can't help. What ladies don't understand is we shoot what is given to us and what is available to us. If I go through it, for example, if let's say you have hit up some BB dubs 
it didn't work out that you end up working with them. Some of them may not even want to do a gangbang, but the skinnier white girls was down for that shit. You feel where I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like sometimes we get pigeonholed because we work was given to us, and then they automatically assume that's all we can work with. That's true. And uh, I tell you what, and, and here it comes out of me is like it's just I'm trying to make a deal with if. If I offer you a certain amount of money where I think I can make a certain profit off that video and it's, you want more money, then it's just not going to, unfortunately, it's just not, we're not going to come to agreement. And yeah. if you're someone, if you're a BBW, um, I don't care, you know, whatever, you know, skinny, fat, uh, mm-hmm. MILFs, I mean, I love, I, I love, I love doing MILFs, uh, like Miss Dawson. She's like, she's like my age, 50 years old. God, she's gorgeous. I love the MILFs. And, and the thing is, I run a MILF, I won't say no name, but. Some of them want they want eighteen year old girls rates for a gangbang, and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sorry. I mean, eighteen year old girl like Cecilia Taylor, you saw her, right? I could throw yeah. that thing up. I could pay her X amount of money, and I know I'm gonna make a profit off it. But mm-hmm. you know, there's a niche for girls that are fifty years old, but they're not gonna sell as well as eighteen year olds. Just a fact it is. So I'm not gonna. I can't pay the same. I can't pay the same unless I just want to just piss down money down the grain. I just can't do it. I mean, I'm not trying. Just a fact of life, and I can only offer you this much because I mean I got to make a profit. And and if I'm making a profit, if I can make ten thousand profit on every single video. Uh, great, I'll I'll be happy to to pay you what you're requesting. But it's like you know, I, I, see, I, mean, of, I think what a lot of girls don't get is what constitute. Um, so you can speak on this so they can understand. You know, period. What constitutes one rate from the other? Well, honestly, there's a lot involved in rate. Uh, uh, the looks, the looks, looks it has a lot to do with it, obviously, and and social media followers mm-hmm. has a lot to do with it too. I mean, if you have you're just starting in porn, have five hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, five hundred followers, a thousand followers, uh, you tweet my video, not from your followers going to buy it. I mean, I'm relying on only my followers. A girl like uh, Rebel Rider has over a hundred thousand followers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A group like Jennifer White has two hundred thousand followers, two hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. So when she retweets it, there's a good pool of people that might possibly pay for that gangbang. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Social yeah. social media followers are a big key. But let's let's be be honest with you. It comes down to attractiveness too. I mean, a girl's attractive; they're going to sell, mm-hmm. even with, even with less followers. But if you have if you're attractive and have a lot of followers, obviously. You gotta pay. I mean, you gotta. You don't have to pay. Mm-hmm. And agency. Another thing too sounds crazy, but the girls with the big name agency that helps yeah. too. And here's another thing too: is is uh, who has she shot with before? If she ain't shot with no Bingo. big companies, Bingo. You know what I mean? That, that's epic. Yep. Because uh, yeah, girls I mean, it, 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 it makes a difference because, like I said, when you now when it come to. Because, like I said, when it comes to me, like with on the amateur <laughs> side, I think milfs get over a little bit more than the young ones. But when you add into the agencies and shit like that, because the agencies, they really go for young girls. They don't really sign old girls anyway. So the girls that you get it from the agency, they got that cachet, which helps. Because even, cause even if you didn't tag them in it, just the fact you put the name in it, the algorithm going to pick them up because... It's who they are, and and another thing too is what most people watch 
free porn on Pornhub and on X Video. Yeah. Xinfer. And what what sites are the big name companies have are able to monetize their free porn a lot better than these amateur companies are able to. So yeah. those girls that are with these big companies that are monetized with free porn on um on X Video and Pornhub, they're gonna get more mm-hmm. exposure and obviously yeah. fan base and and obviously those are the girls you know if you do a scene with them, even a boy girl scene, even a boy boy girl scene, you're gonna have a better chance of making money off them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm lucky. Because I, I feel like I'm fortunate too. Where I feel yeah. like I have my, I have guys that that no matter what I put down, they'll buy. It. And I like that on many vids websites. Mm-hmm. If I wherever yeah. I put down, I have guys that will buy it. Hey, it, like this, this, it was a you got a you got a, niche, you got a niche, strong yeah. niche quality product, and that's why they putting the money down, my brother. I think you appreciate that. And I'm oh, telling yeah. you, like I said, my story. This this was not something I really planned. It was just. I think that what makes it even better because, I mean, mm. so many I get so many messages where I can't even respond to, where guys just say, "Hey, I want to work in porn. What you know? How can you help me?" I can't. Mm. I mean, I can't respond to all those emails. I mean, this is. I mean, you know, well, I guess all you can say is do. I guess you can just do like I did. Just go to Best Buy, buy a camera, and. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's the reason why we got these podcasts coming up because more people are now interested in trying to learn that the inside of the business. Really not from big companies because the big company's not going to tell you. They're going to tell you some of it from a big company standpoint, but that ain't who really speaks to the average person trying to break into this. That's me and you. You know what I'm saying? I, we they need They need you notice, I noticed there was nothing that told us how to do this. No. Where to find, how to make the money, what to do, how, what you need to get equipment the whole night. It was passing. It was actually, actually, way harder when I came in. Oh, I bet it was. It's, it's a lot Dude. easier now. I mean, the Minivids, Minivids has a 24 hour support team that will help you out with stuff. And mm. then, of course, these, I mean, I mean, yeah. Google, YouTube tutorials. You yeah. want to know how to edit? Go to YouTube tutorials. There's, I mean, it's like everything's just so in your palm of your hand with your phone now. You like you can make anything. You can edit on your phone if you wanted to. But um, yeah. Like, and then the thing about yeah. me is, I got, I got, just, I got lucky. The fact that the fact that I, when I got divorced, I never did the gangbang scene ever until I got. I was divorced. I don't know, five years ago. But when I was married mm-hmm. and all that stuff, I never did no swinger clubs, no gangbang parties. That was all fantasy stuff that I saw in porn. But once I got mm-hmm. divorced, man, I was like on the internet looking for these parties. And um, mm-hmm. and like I said, it's just like I started going there. I was a shy guy, didn't, didn't know what to do, couldn't get home. <laughs> I never imagined that one day I would be hosting these parties and then it would lead to doing porn. And it was all just like living out of fantasy. Oh, my God, I get to go to this gangbang party. And I go in there, it's like, oh, my God, all these guys are naked around me. I can't get my dick hard. It's like, you know, oh, well, I did the experience. And then it's like, okay, let me try it again next month. And you get a little bit more comfortable with it. And the next thing you know is you're meeting friends. You're getting to know the gangbang girls. The next thing you know is you're you're starting, well, I could do this better. I'll, I'd, I'd rather do my own party. So next thing you know is you're hosting your own gangbang parties. And, and like I said earlier, you know, I started meeting some girls who, 
who want to do porn and it's like, well, shit, what we're doing is fucking hot as fuck. Because uh, that's, that's kind of like, <laughs> I mean, like you're at a gangbang. Sometimes it's fun mm-hmm. to just sit back and watch the girl get fucked because it's so hot. Yeah. Does that make sense? But then oh, whenever yeah. now when I'm filming, it's more of a job now. It's more of, you know, trying to get good angles and lighting. Uh, granted, I do. I just try to get my time in. I mean, the guys that are hey, in my game bang. Have you ever thought about doing a, a glory hole type game bang scenario <clears throat> in one of your videos? Uh, I, I, I always want to do glory holes, but I never thought about doing it in a game bang type of thing. That would be like you talking about like a glory hole. We have like four walls and four holes. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, I've yeah, seen that yeah. next video. It's kind of hot where a girl she kind of goes back and forth around to the. Yeah, <laughs> actually, that would be pretty cool in VR, actually, because you'd yeah. be like inside that little box. And uh, yeah, the- I remember I saw uh, this girl got it was what was it on Showtime. It was the the show that used to have the male exotic it, it, male escorts. And one of the guys made this box, and it was like five holes, and all five of them put a dick in, and she was just going around sucking their dick. So, like I said, I like like I said, I funny as hell. I'm just giving away ideas, you know. What I'm saying, well, yeah, I'm I'll have to credit you if I do that. That would be honestly, that would be. That would be I high. actually thought about doing like a, a VR scene with the with the glory hole, but yeah. you know, adding uh, adding another have another more than having several. Like do like a gangbang would even be hotter, especially when you got yeah. the the girl moving around and then having a VR yeah. camera. That that shit would be wild as shit. It it's <laughs> it's I'm curious to see what you what what creativity that you will come up in the future because I know that as you get more into this, you're gonna be more creative with the gangbangs. I know you're gonna want to like you know yeah you got to because I'm telling you right now uh, yeah because um, you don't want to bore the crowd you don't want to bore the crowd where you feel like different girls same gangbang type situation yeah <laughs> i will i will say this though porno dan i actually talked to him uh, on skype and he actually gave me some good advice where i was mm-hmm. talking about you know doing more boy girl scenes or whatever he's like dude go with what's working for you until it no yeah. longer works for you then make yeah. some changes but no you have yeah. to make things up though just to and also, uh, I'm doing something with Zoe. We're not talking about Zoe Fox. We're actually thinking about yeah. doing some stuff. We're gonna have her like in a uh, like one of those, uh, what are those kitty yeah. pools, you know, some kitty pools, mm-hmm. and put some oil in there, some water yeah. balloons. Maybe fuck her inside that little kitty pool with the, with the water and oil. I'm gonna tell you what, ain't no one ever really get a role play gangbang, which like has a setup for the gangbang type shit. Because a lot, of, I think that would be hot too. You know what I'm saying? Like it could be. She getting revenge on her husband, fucking all his best friends, type shit. Even though the dudes may not, you feel what I'm coming from? Yeah, she can, she can play that role. It's there's a lot people can do with it because the thing well, is, I, well, that's my I, favorite. Some of my favorite gangbangs of all time was the anabolic gangbangs. So I was always a fan of gangbangs. That's the reason why I ended up going to get me. Remember the anabolic gangbangs where they had uh, Annette Snow, I think her name was. Where she yeah. showed up to a construction site and all the guys stopped building. They were like working on a construction site. I mean, yeah. the, 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 it was so like real. It looked like they had the guys all d- decked out in the boots and the hats, and they were actually were pounding away in the nails and building like a frame. And she just walks upon these guys, and then she just starts fucking the shit out of them. It's like, damn! It, yeah. lo- it looked like it was such a real. It looked like it was really like it really happened. Like these guys really were construction workers. And she. She just, but of course, it's you know, you know, it's fake because you always see the same male talent. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, that would be hot too. If it was real. You actually oh, yeah. had a, oh, yeah. you actually went up to a real construction site. Hey man, you guys want to fuck this girl? I'm... 
But then, then you have to deal with the testing and all that shit. Yeah, I mean, all this, you, can't, you can't just do it, you know, unless but, you were. But to me, I think that is straight. You don't need to switch for so much. Like, so you don't need to reinvent the wheel. You you already invented the wheel. You just right now just adding to it to make the car. That's all. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. It's been so, fun. I oh, I'm pretty sure it has, bro. Because because you can sit here and say that you done fuck probably the top girls in our business. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm living back and I'm not I'm not what you would consider the guy you would think that. Like if you look at me, there's no way you would say that that's even possible. I mean I mean I'm a little short fat guy. Right? I don't have a big dick. You do it you're doing it for the day. Yeah, the dad bods. Yeah, like uh, and also I got I, I can't I can't I can't enter I don't know how much longer we got, but I can't forget to mention the shout out to my assistants that helped me out a lot. Uh uh, Sal Shooter, he, he's a guy who uh, helps me a lot, and a guy named Billy Balls. Them guys been with me since day one. They they help me with setting up, breaking down the set. Um, uh, Sal helps me with the cameras, setting up, you know, the filming, you know, recording, editing, all that stuff, and uh, you know, lighting, all that stuff. You can't, I can't do this by myself, and and I can't, I can't go through a talk two hours and forget to mention them. And uh, you know, they really help me out a lot. Especially Sal, um, he's there every shoe. He travels with me. To all the exoticas, and it's, you know, he helps me book flights, which, which you know, something I wasn't comfortable with when I first started because uh, he's something he's just more, you know, how it is with booking flights. Now I'm more comfortable with it, but I do it so often. But I was always, I hate booking flights because uh, you get all those stupid pop ups where they want you to buy credit cards and you know, and insurance. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but he's good at that shit, and you know, he helps out a lot. South shooter, he also has a good money shot. He soaks. He's named nickname Super Soaker. He shoots a low. You know, he's one of those guys mm. with the dad bod, small cock, a little small dick, and but he shoots yeah. a load. And Billy Balls, he's just a he's just a funny guy. <laughs> but yeah, and then Rex Radiation, he's a, a Rebel Rider's husband, and he's been there lately. Uh, mm. Bobby Gray, Sergio Animal, some other redder guys, and uh, of course Mr. Governor. And I just got I just got a bunch of great guys that uh, that that makes us so much fun. You know that they're. they're they're not assholes. One thing about me is I don't care about your dick size. All I care is you don't be a dick. You know what I mean? Dude, yeah. dude you, you know how many messages I get from guys telling me that they got a 10-inch cock? They're the multiple comer. <laughs> they can come on command. It's like, dude, I almost want to bring – I actually got a series that I'm working on that I'm going to do where I'm going to bring these guys in and see if they can walk the – what are they? You walk the walk, the yeah. Walk. Yeah, okay, you you're a multiple comer. Walk the walk. Yeah, you say you're a multiple comer. Okay, let's see it, dude. Okay, let's see his multiple coming. And this dude probably won't even get his dick hard. <laughs> and he got a change <laughs> cock. Ain't that always the case, though? Ain't that always the case? These guys, man, they do, They think this because, oh, my God, you just sent me a message. I'm your multiple comer, and you're fucking six foot two fit, and you got a 10-inch cock. I'm going to fucking, you know, hook, sign you up and get you on the set tomorrow. You know, dude, just, <laughs> I mean, you don't have to do all that. Just... Just say, hey, I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be tested. Send me a screenshot that you got TTS. You scheduled your test. That's all. And, and you know, I mean that you know we, you know, you're not a total, you know, you're not an asshole. I mean, that's the thing. And you know, doing this for a few years, I've I've I've, I've gotten rid of more assholes and dicks than I have regulars. Does that make sense? <laughs> oh yeah, trust me, I ran into them myself. So with that being said, tell everybody where they can spend money on you. 
No, I said, tell everybody where they can find you and spend money on you. Oh, oh shit. I'm almost. What did what that noise? I think so. I just think I just made a sell just now. Noise, yeah. <laughs> uh, Cecilia, Cecilia. Taylor's gangbang just sold for me uh, with cream pies. Oh God! Yeah, just uh, yeah, and congrats for mini vids. Congratulations, you're so for cream pies. Oh yeah. Okay, so there you go. That was funny. Uh, I got a notification for mini vids. <laughs> I put all my stuff on mini vids except for the VR. VR just doesn't fit on there. It's just they only allow five gigabytes. My VR is like within the 20, 30 gigabyte range. So if you want to find my VR, you have to go on um, Sex Like Real. Uh, VR porn or adult DV Empire. My stuff, I'm putting my stuff on mini vids, adult DV Empire, hot movies, and X video and X video red. I don't mess with Pornhub anymore. Pornhub, Don, the Mastercard and stuff. So, oh, yeah. Man. And well, what's cool about and what's cool about adult DV Empire and hot movies? You know, they they that's they they only they don't take just anybody. I mean, that's one thing I like about being on their sites. And also, Adult Demon Empire, I can also yeah. be nominated for awards. Yeah, actually, I got ABN. I'm on ABN and Hot Movies myself. It's it's old ABN. shit, but and I ain't putting nothing back up there in a minute. But yeah, well, I, you, I can get your stuff on there. It's, it's perfect. It's great. Well, Avian Avian Stars. I have Avian Star page, but they're gonna no longer gonna be monetizing yeah. the. Point. I said ABN. They they, they kind of like hot movies. No, I heard about ABN oh, stars. <laughs> I, I saw that come from a mile away. They they ain't the only one they're gonna be disappearing the next two years. Pornhub yeah. gonna be right. Pornhub gonna be right behind them. Yeah. So I'm make sure I didn't forget any sites, but that's I think that's the main one. Mini vids. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate. No I, I mean, and if you want to mess with me, find me um uh on uh on Twitter at uh. Tadpole X Studio. That's it. Mm -hmm. Tadpole X Studio. Follow me there. I need some more followers. The more followers I get, the more legit I look, the more you know porn stars I'll book. And then there's oh, opportunity definitely. to make a record. Guys, you can I get, you know, you get tested, come out. Don't be a dick. I'll let you I'll maybe be join in. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. And guess what? You will be coming back to the pod. Thank so you. I appreciate it. I had a good time. I had a good time with you. Man, we did almost two hours, bro. You know it was That's a great time. So it was. Went so I, fast. I feel like we just started. And uh yeah, and uh I'm I'm looking forward to hearing this and uh and uh yeah, we definitely gotta do this again. And uh, I'll be oh yeah, one of the shot I'm gonna have a booth at Chicago Exotica. Tadpole oh. will have his own booth at uh Chicago hey. Exotica twenty twenty two in April, April twenty ninth, May first. I'm gonna have six porn stars appearing there. With oh, at Tadpole, Rebel Rider, Amy Quinn, help me count here, okay? I said six. Okay, it's, it's two. <laughs> Amy, Rebel Amy, Rider, Quinn, Amy Quinn, <laughs> Amy Quinn, Rebel Rider. Uh huh. Two. Taylor Nicole. Three. Sub Girl. Four. Um, uh, Zoe Fox. Five. And who am I missing? Let me look at my uh, Twitter real quick. I know that is. And I'm glad I got on my Twitter uh, feed here. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. <laughs> uh, man, I know who I, I, I said. Some girls, Zoe Fox, Rebel Rider. Mm -hmm. You said five, so I thought you were going to see Sarah Air because oh, I know oh, she's from. Lena, 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 Lena her, okay. her name used to be Lena Eno, but Lena Anoles and uh, Rebel Rider, Lena Eno. Uh, they're all they're Avian nominated. They're up for some awards. Nice. So. 
they just found out some couple of scenes were award. And 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 if I get a chance to nominated, they actually had nine of the ten gangbangs. Tell me if I'm not wrong, and then I'll and I'll be quiet. They had they nominated Avian nominated ten gangbangs. Mm. Nine of the ten had four guys or less. Tell me if that's not messed up. Damn. A gangbang should be at least five guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, no offense, yeah. Avian, but there's so come on, come on. I can. Yeah. I, I don't get it, neither, the way that they do shit. But they are a trip. Hello? Hello? Damn, he went out. <laughs> well, I guess he must have went out. Yeah, I'm still here. I bet. Yeah. That is crazy. I went out there after looking at my Twitter. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all good. But look, we're going to bring you back. Well, before then, so we can talk about the game banks and your plans for Chicago. So, people yeah, please do. Go be orgies, probably. With all those be orgies. Oh, most definitely. I can't wait. And and I meet you and chop it up with you. Maybe even sit in on one of these game banks and orgies because I'm retired. Yeah. I'm not getting in the middle of it. So yeah, come and watch. As long as you, you know, as long as the girls, the girls get COVID, whatever. Whatever the policies on the COVID, and that's about the main thing. You know, if you don't want to participate, it's going to be tested, but COVID's on yeah. there. Worry about well, see, I'm retired. I'll be watching, bro. That's the only thing I'll be there for, just to watch. No yes. Well, make sure you get some VR goggles in, and then you really watch. Ooh. <laughs> you say no more. So with that being said, people, you know how we always end this. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. Thank you for coming to the lounge, brother. Thank you very much, man. Thanks for having me.